and we're live with you. We welcome. Hey, we're our, live. We're live. We're live. Have you seen uh, any of our latest uh, listeners uh, on our uh, on our on our Twitter feed come in? Uh, yeah, I. Where'd I you see? Where'd you see? Where'd you say you saw somebody uh, listening from? I was listening uh, on my CB radio the other day, and uh, a trucker in um, G- Guinea, in New Guinea, sorry, mentioned mentioned our show. Oh shit! I can't believe we're already in New Guinea. Yeah, we're, it's we're spreading sp- like a like a virus of some like, sort. Like a like a real slow virus, like a virus if like uh, everyone did their job, probably would have spread. Um, yeah, but that's good. Call it pod- podcast nineteen. You think we can market ourselves like that? Two Jews Maybe and a microphone. Pod- podcast spreading. nineteen. <laughs> podcast nineteen. Spreading like the virus you wish you had. <laughs> The one no one catches or listens to. Um, anyway, we were. Uh, we, by the way, I just want to start this off by saying belated uh, congratulations on your spouse's birthday. <laughs> I told you that's private. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I, the fact that I have a spouse, and if I do have a spouse, that she even has a birthday. You could have you could have gotten away with by saying that he or she, right? You could say spouse as a he or a she. Yeah, this, that, <laughs> that, that you you know I'm offended when you don't when you don't call it they. Um, right. And, and besides not calling it they, uh, the the entire culture of knowing people's birthday I think is fucked up because as a non Facebook or social media user, except for our, our podcast and a little bit of business. I don't know any of this shit. And I get so many people that send me texts like happy birthday or like you about my wife. And the only way you know that is because of a social media thing. And I think that's fucking Orwellian. It's freaky. It's freaky. And I'll tell you something else. I quit Facebook. I deleted really? my account. Like, now did you do, yeah. did you do the full quitter? I found out my wife did what I no, think is the, the full pseudo. Quit. She just took it off I know. the phone. No, no. I know that's, yeah, that's the pseudo. That was, that's the starting point. That's the gateway <laughs> Uh, quit possibility. I mean, I did that as well. Tell me how, uh, how hard I, I, did the Zuckerberg and, and company make it for you to get off of there? Um, like how many yeah, times so, did you get prompted with, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, Would you like you a know, free membership I, for I a was, month? I was surprised. I think I only got, uh, so I did it in, in, in three phases, I guess you could say. The first phase is is what your spouse, he or she did. Yeah. Uh, but that was a long time ago. I haven't had it on my phone in a long time, but then okay. you have it on your browser on your phone and then it's, it's almost the same. So okay. uh, I noticed, uh, I did a quick check, like plus point if a feed is giving me uh, like a positive feeling, mm-hmm. uh, which, which by the way, a lot of your spouse's uh, things that would come up with a picture of you and, and your family in them, uh, they, would, they would be a plus point. Uh, a, a minus, a minus, but for real, a minus point, and and I would only get those. I wouldn't get. I, I don't know what else she would put up, but I would get the photos. For some but are you reason. saying? Are and you saying you'd actually rate them? Like you'd put in like a, a positive? For, no, 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 no. For myself, I I did a quick test. I said, you know what? I'm tired of this thing called Facebook. I saw the social network. I wasn't happy with. Uh, you know, I there wasn't any new information there, but they 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 framed it really well. This movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I've heard Netflix. of it. Okay. Um, they framed it quite well. No, you know, and I basically said, well, I notice for myself that when I go on Facebook, I get, I get less happy than when I'm, when I'm just not on it. 
and uh, and all these notifications are meaningless to me. And so I said, you know what, I'll try it. I'll uh, pause the account. And then you get a few email reminders like, uh, you know, your, your account is paused. You might be missing out on this or something like that. Uh, but after a few days of that, I just noticed, nah, it's fine. I, 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 I don't miss Facebook. Um, I am no longer a, uh, you know, a theatrical performer. And I know for artists and performers, Facebook is, is kind of important because that's where you would put your events. Uh, there, there, there isn't a, a better platform for that. And, uh, and so the next phase was just deleted and, uh, and I did, and it still takes like, they give you a month or so they say, okay, it's, 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 you have a month to basically, uh, change your mind. If you don't, your account will officially be deleted and and it's been i don't know about two months so uh, uh last month it was deleted I'd, I'd love to know and, and sold for parts in mexico <laughs> i'd love to know how many people contact them like an hour before like the expiration of the month like oh no no please <laughs> <laughs> like i'm serious like don't delete I, like, my... I like first of all i just want to say i like your first assumption here contact them i think your assumption I, I don't know. Now I'm reading into it. Might have even been like there's a one eight hundred number you can call. Yeah. Is it like one eight one eight hundred Facebook? Does that fit? By the custom, way, I guess then, you have to drop a then letter. Somebody on the other end is like uh, uh, this uh, Facebook. How may I where? How may I route your call? I, I mean, someone must answer that phone with saying Facebook. How may? Okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's one of the uh, several hundred adopted Zuckerberg uh, children from Guinea Bissau. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did do, I did download my entire, uh, everything. So the, just in case one day, it, like you're just feeling, uh, <laughs> a bit melancholy and you, you want to go through some, uh, old, old posts of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly not going to be opened in any way unless there's a trial or something who knows, but, uh, uh, yeah, no, there's, that's it. I'm done with that. But I, I uh, but the, the whole thing started, I think you were bringing up another uh, topic. So I just, again, want to congratulate you on your spouse's birthday, because the, the reason why is because even after deleting Facebook, because of this connection with my calendar, my calendar apparently imported all these birthdays from Facebook. And so I still know a lot of birthdays or, you know, it doesn't pop up for me like that. I actually have to look at it, but, but I still register a lot of birthdays. Yeah, so you're, you're broaching on, I think, a very important topic that even our listeners in, in the remote uh, islands of Micronesia, where we seem to have a following, would appreciate the, just the invasion of, of our phones, which is kind of the most intimate, inanimate objects we have these days, with people's birthdays. I have a number of birthdays on my phone of people I barely know because, you know, you get their contact and in yeah. their contact info, they have the audacity to put their birthday. Now, don't take this the wrong way, but I don't give a fuck when their birthday is. Like, yeah. I mean, if you're a close friend, maybe. But, you know, the fact that, you know, I call you once every couple of years uh, for some type of product information. <laughs> and, and, and you're right. It, like, populates on your calendar. Yeah. What do you think they used to do in, like, the old days or in, like, tribal societies? Do you think? they they would celebrate people's birthdays like when did uh, that even start like <laughs> I mean, hey the truth, the truth is i don't get a cake I, for this thing i don't i don't think anybody from what we know from um even today in, in areas that are more primitive no one knows their birthday 
Like I found that I found that on my travels right. throughout the world. There's no, no one knows their. I mean, come on, man. It's a it's a product of commercialism and religion. I think the combination. Yeah, because you know religion was able to yep. have saints for your birthday or or some kind of ceremony, uh, something to get you pulled into the um, church synagogue industrial complex. And then, of course, with the rise mm-hmm. of capitalism, fuck, man, never-ending gifts. I, I should admit, I don't even, mm. I don't get my, I don't get my wife gifts anymore for her birthday. I don't even know what to get. You know? Do you? I think you. So might, you didn't I, get I, a gift for. I, I don't, and 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 you're you. You didn't get a gift for her birthday. Yeah, shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Except our twenty-three <laughs> listeners. Uh, no, but I, I struggle. I've always struggled with gifts, but. I'm in a, I'm a bad person for capitalism because I just see the waste. Like it's all just crap that the person yeah. uses like one, two, three times. And it's just this drug hit. And I guess I see the long-term value yeah. of money of, of what it could do for you other than the, the quick crack fix. And it's bothered me for fuck mm. most of my uh, remembering life that I, I can think of. Um, do you, do you suffer through something like that? I mean, that's, it's not being cheap to be honest. It's simply like, it just seems like a gigantic waste because the odds of choosing the right gift in itself are hard. And then even if you do, even if you got the coolest little kitchen item they could use, like they're going to use it a few times before it gets put to like the back of the cabinet. <laughs> and it's like, I think you're approaching this. Uh, uh, I, first of all, I totally resonate with how you're approaching it. I, I agree. Okay. I mean, it's uh, ultimately the, you know, in the first abstraction level of gifts, it's all a waste. I mean, I, I'd say it's all a waste unless you're under the age of like 12, in which case uh, there can be some very obvious choices that really make uh, a, a child happy. Um, tell, me, tell me your top three. What are your top three, but, uh, top three things you got as an under 12 uh, prepubescent male that, uh, that, you, that you still remember to this day, that, you, that that was a gift that, thank God, you got that. Top three. No, 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 no. I think that's the wrong question to ask me now. I oh. think at the time <laughs> it was a great gift to get. I think in the present, of course, you can look back and say, yeah, what is the point of celebrating? We are all destined to die. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not about, uh, about uh, that. I, I think it's also about celebration. So, I mean, what was, uh, so let, let's change the question a little bit. What was the last thing that you celebrated, uh, that you were taking credit for the celebration, that you were, sorry, receiving credit for the celebration. You weren't celebrating for somebody else, but when was the last time that you received credit for the celebration? Like, I I know I was at your wedding ceremony, that would be an example of it, but I wonder if there were moments since. Can you you repeat the question, please, sir? I, I don't think I understand. <laughs> it was a complicated question. <laughs> I, when was the last time that you celebrated something? But not, but I guess the extension to oh, that actually, we, we, I had a, is... I had a huge celebration yeah. recently. I, I'm not sure the last time we spoke. I think we've, I think we've had a show uh, since then. We had a, um, we had a big celebration. Episode 278. <laughs> we we had a big celebration after the uh, Biden uh, after they officially announced the uh, Biden victory. That was a genuine celebration. It was the last one we had. So it was a couple weeks ago. Okay. 
we we drove and around that, we drove around enough. to Chicago yeah. on a motorcycle for four hours, uh, honking and yelling. Really? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. My my, my <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was it was like we were we were dating again. My we even did it without helmets on, which was. These days, wow, was that's big, amazing! Yeah, my wife got the uh, she she borrowed someone's American flag, which uh, I, I don't own, and uh, a big one, one of those giant ones that uh, if you're proud to be American, you own. And uh, she waved it uh, nonstop from the back of the motorcycle, and we just went up and down the streets of Chicago for about four hours, talking the horn. Wow, that's yeah. amazing! And that was that. Oh that's true. That's, that's, that's a true that's story. an episode right there. Yeah, you gotta we, tell me more. I, I, I God, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, so that was, that was the last November. Oh, that was like November eleventh or something like yes. November. Yes, I forget when they November announced. November fourth was, was the election, so maybe four days later on Saturday. Yeah, and it was, and in Chicago, like, I don't know how, like that day was like record warmth. It was like seventy degrees and sunny. Um, uh-huh. There was a lot of spontaneous celebration, uh, you know, in the city. And yeah, so th- that's the last joyful celebration. But I think you're sort of trying to tie into presence here, right? And I'm I'm trying to tie it in. So you, so I think that's a great example, by the way. And it's it's actually a really really great example. Also, I do feel like I'm in therapy right now. I just want to tell you, I think I'm in therapy. I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in a therapist chair. By the way, you're, I feel like you're so setting you're setting me chair. up. You're setting me up to reflect. And I appreciate that, but I also think um, you've turned the tables on me here. <laughs> no, no, let me, let me be clear then, because uh, okay. I'm doing this because it's easy for me to deflect from myself. But, and, and I'm doing this because I noticed that I haven't celebrated anything for myself in a very long time. I don't even know what that feels like anymore. And So you're and not just, the, you, don't, you don't just mean a birthday then, you mean any kind of celebration. I mean any kind of celebration, but actually like the next level of that is where you are the recipient of the celebration. So for example, today I I did a training where at the end of the training, uh, someone, uh, one of the participants was the recipient. They were leaving uh, this company or they were moving to a different office, but they were the recipient of, you know, uh, like a a really beautiful and moving and touching and lovely uh, sort of goodbye party. And I guess the question is, when have you been, because I don't know when the last time that I've been, but when have you been, if you don't celebrate birthdays, uh, the last time you received such a party from somebody else? And what did you experience? Was it on your birthday? Um, God, it's so funny. I, I keep wanting to make a blowjob joke, but I'm... Uh, I, Please I'm, I'm... make the blowjob joke. Well, just recipient. It's in your contract. When you when you say recipient and celebration, I mean that's the first thing that comes to mind. Um, but the <laughs> but but the but the celebration is one that is very internal. It is not uh, is not one that involves multiple people. <laughs> Do you think there's a culture out there that uh, like coming is not considered a happy end? It's considered a sad end, or a... yeah, it's called it's called Catholicism. <laughs> Uh, someone, someone may deviate that and say, you know, it's a Jehovah's Witness or some other, some other sect. Uh, I, I, the the Orthodox Jews, for sure. Um, we know that there is. It's weird, you know. We're we're part of a tribe of people that are quite perverted. Definitely, if there was a a scale of perversion like Kelvin, 
or Richter or one of these other measurements, you know, it'd be the Goldberg, the Goldberg scale of uh, ejaculate or something. <laughs> the, the Weinstein scale of yeah, ejaculate. The, wi the Weinstein scale. What do, what do you, what do you score on the Weinstein scale? And the, and the Jews score very high on the wine. <laughs> the wine. I like that, by the way. They score very high on the Weinstein scale. And yet the Orthodox, for some reason, managed to pull like the conservative Muslim thing to act as if, you know, it, it doesn't exist. It, it's simply, um, you know, the vulva is nothing more than a procreative tool to allow one more, um, you know, snot-nosed kid to fill the household there. Mm. Uh, anyway, that being said, celebration, man, I have, I think my bris, my bris is probably the last one I remember. And when, you didn't cry? No, it was a huge celebration. Huge. You're referring to your own bris. I was medicated heavily. Yeah. <laughs> you were drinking wine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I probably never told you. Uh, my, my parents were against it as a kid. So when I was about 35 years old, I opted to uh, get back into the uh, covenant. Oh, uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, anyway, that was wonderful. And the, the, the amount of people that, I, that, that joined me that day to to watch and cheer on as, uh, as I was snipped was really uh, something really. Uh, and the fact that they could do that with just straight faces and, and, and really joy, unadulterated joy at the, uh... <laughs> now that's the question. Andrew. So does any culture have that? Is anyone doing? This um, is great. This is great. I'm like, I'm imagining like that you, <laughs> that you work in an office and you're at like the water cooler and you're like, Hey, Jim, um, uh, what are you doing on Saturday? Uh, let me just get to the point. I'm having a circumcision for myself, and uh, it would be great if you and your wife could join. <laughs> um, I do wonder that. I wonder what it would be like. To... <laughs> that's a wonderful concept. That's a beautiful, I think that's a beautiful short story, long movie, comic book. Well, because it's the true, snip. you know, call it the, the snip, the, you know, grownups, you know, all the time spouses uh, marry a Jew and, and they convert and they go through a whole ceremony and they often become more Jewish than the spouse they married yeah. in terms of their knowledge and interest in their religion. Mm. Um, and they Just have like uh, American immigrants, right? Are correct. more knowledgeable about America. Sure. Correct. There is no doubt that any single uh, newly uh, quote unquote baptized American citizen uh, knows way more about American history than your average, uh, you know, redneck. Maybe even your average anybody. Um, mm. The Briss. So there's got to be, that'd be great, man. We should do research. Somebody out there must have had, you know, if you were a man converting, not a woman, and you want to have the full-on conversion, I think that's yeah. how you would go. Yeah, we're, it's funny. Like, I would think that that is the way to, to do it. You and I'm thinking the research would start where you are in the Netherlands, because you have a much higher percentage of uncircumcised people. Um, so you'd find a Dutch person who married, a, you know, a Jew. And I mm -hmm. bet that's the kind of guy and someone totally like just whipped really into that, that Jewish ass. He would do it. Mm -hmm. Right. I think he'd just drink a bunch of your neighbor or, or some Dutch fuel. Yeah. And uh, do the conversion. My God. <laughs> it's the classic, it's the classic joke. Like, uh, what is it? Uh, if you, if you ask someone, I forget how you started, I'm going with the punchline, but it's like, 
you know, oh yeah, uh, I, uh, did, did your circumcision hurt? And the answer is like, oh man, I couldn't walk or talk for like a year after that. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like a vasectomy gone wrong. But yeah, the, the real sad part of this entire conversation is I actually am deflecting myself because I can't think of a, uh, a celebratory moment uh, that was very recent where I was the recipient of a, of a true celebration. Um, By the way, I just want to say, I don't think you got the joke. <laughs> if you, you know what they say, if you have to explain it, it can't be that good, but I would like oh, to Oh, it's not that good, but it's, it's the reason is I was eight days old. That's why I couldn't walk or talk for a year after that. Oh, because you're supposed to see, but that's too Jewish for me. I just remembered you're supposed to be like six or seven. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> what? Six or no, seven? No, 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 no. That year is days, days, days old. Yeah, eight days. Because I, whatever it is, I know, and not intentionally, that when my son was born, I missed it by like one or two days. And I asked the rabbi if that would be okay by God. And I actually got the okay from a conservative rabbi, by the way. Mm-hmm. I probably don't know if I told you the story. Yeah, you did, because I was consulting you on what, what Hebrew name I should name my son, and you told me not to name him whatever I did. What did you say? It was a shitty name or something? I think it's great that you did, by the way, name, name him that way. Rock uh, and name, I right? said it was, yeah, well, <laughs> I, I wasn't going to mention the name. I thought I'm not, I'm not concerned about people figuring out right. who Rock and name. <laughs> well, I just mentioned that it's a very old school name, yeah. Like, ve like very old school, like, like calling your daughter Gertrude. Yeah, which is slightly coming back in style. It's not there yet, but I'm, I'm Yeah, fine. exactly. So, yeah. Gertie. I hear Gertie out there in the playgrounds. Gertie is great. Um, yeah, anyway, so that, that was a tough conversation we had because we disagreed to the point where I disobeyed you and I, I named my son uh, Rachamim. So I, I, I went around to all the synagogues in a, uh, in a Chicago area trying to like, I'm like, oh my God, I want to become a Jew because the, the day before he was born, I didn't give a shit. And then all of a sudden he was born. I'm like, man, maybe I should start getting into Judaism. And then by the time mm -hmm. I got all the shit worked out, I was like, oh fuck, eight days. I'm like, I was at like day eight. Um, and I had to organize someone to come to do the moiling. Mm -hmm. So I missed it. I missed the cutoff. But the, the one rabbi I consulted with on that particular matter allowed me... Uh, allowed through God. I don't know how he communicated with him or her or it, but um, I was given a pass. <laughs> Not interesting. I can tell you like, I don't, I don't give a shit. You know what? You brought up something before we even started talking about who has given you a celebration that I think is fascinating. And, and that is the world of, um, of forums. Everybody out there yeah. has experienced a forum and they're so, they're so amazing. Like I, I got an old stove once, like a really cool old, like 1930 stove. And I was like, I don't know how to fuck to get this thing to work. And I found like a dedicated group of people who are into the stove. And for like two weeks, I would email them with all these like very rudimentary, but necessary questions on the operation of it and little things to fix. And they were so friendly and helpful. One person even mailed me something like a, an original catalog or some shit. And as soon as I got that stove to work, I never fucking went back to the forum. And I have yeah. been on so many forums like that for everything from my fucking dishwasher to my motorcycle, 
to, yeah. you know, children. It's like we're so selfish, right? Like we're it's so, so selfish. It's so we just fucking take selfish. take and take and take. It's amazing we don't how give selfish back. it is. Yeah, I just yeah. noticed the other day, like I, I was checking out a forum and I'm like, oh my God, how many people have asked the same fucking question I had? And I did a, like a little 15 minute research and I saw like tons of people and, and you noticed like the long timers or whatever, the people that are like founding members that have like 17,000 posts, they always have the same response. Go back to this forum and you'll find the answer. Like they don't, they don't want to answer it um, because someone already did, you know, like years ago. Yeah. How, how did you deal with that? You were on this forum for a, a medical matter. You solved the medical situation. And are you like, are, are you, is this Jewish? I mean, are you full of guilt right now that you have not gone back to say, hey, by the way, I solved the issue and here's what you can do too? No, I have. It's funny. I have zero guilt, but it's, but it's such a shitty thing. It's like, uh, so the bigger context, cause I think we spoke about this before you hit record is, uh, that I, yeah, I had some medical thing and I would regularly go to these forums. And the problem with the medical stuff, when you go to the forums is especially like, if you're looking up some, some like let's say, uh, surgeries and stuff, which I didn't do, but you end up getting a lot of very miserable people. Like the people who, 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 who were cured, who didn't have any side effects, who were, who were, who were better off by it. They don't go back to these forums. This is like, this isn't just the two of us. This is a human condition apparently, uh, to just, uh, uh, kind of use these forums, especially the medical ones, to 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 speak of your misery, mm. but not of your success. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it should be known as the forum. I mean, it probably you're right. I think it relates more to the the human condition of that. There's there's always going to be people who are fucking negative out there, and those that are positive, and those in between. And I think if you're kind of down and out, there's no better way than the forum to go because you got a platform. Yeah, that's true. But did, did, but did you feel bad? Were you like, wow, that those people have serious problems? Like my problem, I thought was bad, but fuck, you know, their 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 insides are being eaten up by some uh, micro. Oh man, yeah, yeah, I felt bad for them, but at the same time, like uh, I don't know if this is maybe this is again the way I see the world, and 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 maybe it's it's just wrong, but uh, I'm pretty certain that uh, you know a lot of a lot of medical problems that we have are. Uh, a result of something going wrong in our bodies, but usually that's a result of something systemically being wrong uh, many times, not all Wait, the time. You didn't, many you, didn't times use, it's about, you didn't just use the word systemic, did you? It's about lifestyle. I used it on purpose. I was strategic <laughs> in using systemic. Um, the, the, it's lifestyle. It's a lot of lifestyle things that lead the body to express pain in a certain way. Again, most of the time, I don't want to sound like a quack, but that's, that's, that's my my honest feeling. Uh, so unless you take care of those systemic things, you're not really solving, uh, anything in the long run by doing some kind of, uh, medical procedure. And, uh, and I have a feeling that a lot of these people that stay on these forums and complain and complain and complain, Mm. uh, also have a lot of systemic things around that, that are not, uh, functioning well. And, they are unable to maybe give those things as much of attention as they need. And I'm saying this at, from experience that I thought I was, but I wasn't really until I really started doing it. 
So if you met one that of these people, big change. if you met one of these people out, how would you think, how would you describe how they're going to look? <laughs> I'd say uh, they, they are definitely uh, overweight. <laughs> Uh, they, they probably have very bad, uh, bad body uh, odor, and they're not aware of it. You know, it's you go, just on, you go, you go right just, to right to the guy living in the basement with his mom. It's a terrible stereotype. Why can't it be yeah, a handsome, I, handsome fella? I just want to clarify. It's true that that could be an image, but it, it's the body odor is just just like over the line, you know, mm. and it's not like super offensive, but you can notice it. I think that's the, the for me that's the description. Huh? Because I'm I'm, I'm Un, unkempt hair, unkempt hair. But again, just about just just around the line, like just not fully taken care of, you know. I, I got it. I, I think I follow the kind of person, but that that's the medical people, right? Because of these, some of these forms I went to, like about products, right? It's a different. So these people aren't miserable, but it's kind of like that's their life. I mean, I've even got a friend in Chicago and he's on a, he's on like a football forum for like his favorite football team. And he, and he talks about the forum, like, like these are his best buddies and they, they talk about all sorts of shit that's not related to the topic of the forum, which in this case is a football team. Um, and it's like, somehow it's allowed people to build community, which I know as humans, we all crave in some form or the other, but it's weird, right? That your fucking community is this, forum about some product or thing like it doesn't it uh, yeah, doesn't take so. it doesn't take place in if, the the real if if you had to join one of these what do you think would, would be your your forum like let's say you were forced to opt into a particular forum would you go for something random and just have fun with it or would you go for something you are truly uh passionate about probably pantyhose yeah, I, yeah. I feel like it's 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 sort of uh, you don't hear about them much anymore, but I think they're a very versatile product. Um, I, I bet I'd I'd get a combination of both people, very interested in the product itself. You find some really interesting kinky people, um, so I feel like yeah, I'd be able to balance the two parts of the world I like, which are those that sit in the norm and those that sit on the outskirts. Um, yeah, I think, I think be, you'd be you'd be great there. Be a fun uh, profile photo I could have of myself. With, uh, with, the, with, the, with the pantyhose. I, I have a little bit of cross-dressing habits sometimes. Uh -huh. um, what are was... you thinking? Like pantyhose, like actually wearing them on your legs or like on your face? <laughs> actually both. That's what I like about the form. I, li I, like the <laughs> I like the versatility of the pantyhose. It's not, you know, a one-shot deal. Um, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of other products. And I, I don't know. I think I've been thinking about that recently because I, I think it's a really nice time in history to, uh, to have a panty fetish, um, which is really the root word of pantyhose, because I see all these masks that people wear, and so many of them look like a pair of underwear someone's wearing on their face. Um, and much like underwear, you shouldn't probably be wearing the same one uh, every day. Uh, mm -hmm. But it just seems like this is this is the apex like this is what you've been waiting for your whole life if you're in, like this is complete mainstream acceptance of your fetish yeah i mean entire society here in america is walking around with just a little you know pair of panties on their face mm. <laughs> what form would you go on all right i guess you don't you don't care for my uh the one i'm choosing 
No, I, I think you, you I think it's uh, actually beautiful how quickly you came up with that. And I, I, you know, I think what you're describing to me feels like a Norman Rockwell painting. It just, everything <laughs> belongs there. It's quaint. It's, 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 it's uh, gezellig, as we say in Dutch, yeah. it's cozy, it's comfortable. It's, it's the new fireplace. It's the new sitting by the fireplace is, 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 is the pantyhose. The pantyhose. I, I like the idea of great, Norman, yeah. Norman Rockwell because I, I think of the, the famous American Gothic painting and I think of that couple. And instead of the pitchfork, it would be like a, someone's legs with pantyhose on them, um, <laughs> like he's holding up. And I think the woman, of course, would probably have pantyhose over her face because she wasn't much to look at to begin with. Um, and the man, he'd be wearing the pantyhose. So it'd be pantyhose in three different uh, variations. Absolutely. By the way, we should, uh, uh, I, I'm already receiving uh, messages on our Twitter feed. Uh, uh, they, they do want a correction. Our, our listeners in Rwanda point out that American Gothic was painted by Grant Wood. Grant Wood. I, I think yeah. that is one of those, uh, those funny porn names, buddy. Grant Wood. <laughs> I'm not going to grant you Wood. I think you want to get us to say that on air. Very Bart Simpson of you. I guess they must have. But, uh, you know, and I don't know who painted it, to be honest, but I do think Norman Rockwell had a hand in it somehow. Grant Wood. <laughs> very funny. Yeah. Very funny, buddy. You're, You're very lucky. lucky, by the way, to be so close to that painting. When was the last time you, you saw it? Because it's, it's, it's just a few miles from your house. That's true. That's true. Uh, it, within the last decade, I definitely was there. <laughs> I was definitely in the museum in, in the last decade. Um, but uh, so, so no one goes back to forums, man. No one goes back and thanks people. Like, it's like you get the info you need and you leave. And it, I do think it shows the inherent selfishness we are. And I guess there's nothing wrong with being selfish, is there? Like, I think it, it's obviously very human, which then makes me think, all these pleasantries that people have are all bullshit. Like it's all just for, um, you know, saving face or trying to impress people. You know what I mean? What, what, what another, the another, another words like, um, you know, uh, you know, get, getting people uh, little gifts and things like that. Like you don't really want to get them the gift. Like you're doing it because, you know, you want them to, you know, have, uh, you know, think highly of you. Mm. I don't think you're genuinely so it, want them to enjoy what you, not everybody and not every occasion. Um, you know. So, so you will also argue that we volunteer for ourselves. We don't volunteer to actually help other people. We, which is a fair argument. You know, I've had that debate internally for a long time because I, I've been an active volunteer in Chicago for over 15 years uh, until How COVID. many volunteer positions have you had? Several, several, and I, and I until uh -huh. COVID, was, I, uh, I still had a. There weekly. was missionary. There was sixty nine. Oh, there was reverse was, cowgirl. Yeah, that was a big one. The cowgirl one I really liked. The cowgirl and I, soup and I, kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what man! That was a great, <laughs> ooh, great New England clam chowder there. <laughs> and I, I've wondered, man, like, because you've also you know done done a lot of volunteer, just helping people and. And, I, and I've always done it because I feel like I just, I need to do it and, and I want to do it and it feels good helping people. But there is that part of me that when I think about it deeper, is it really just simply because it feels good to me? 
Like in other words, yeah. if you didn't get that feeling, that sort of dopamine hit as it would, would you still volunteer? Yeah, I, I think, I think, and I don't think that's bad, by the way. I, I am very much about volunteering because it's good for the person volunteering, hmm. not for the per- people you're volunteering for. I mean, that's just an added bonus. True. And, and the only ex- reason why, the only reason, sorry to interrupt, but the no. only reason why that's flawed or why we think it's the other way around is because the courts give out a sentence called community service. Oh, now you're getting deep, my friend. You're <laughs> going deep today. <laughs> yeah. So you're That's like, true. well, I'm doing it because I want to, and I'm doing it because I really care about the people. No, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah. That, well, that would explain like so many volunteer organizations I've seen here in Chicago and, and that I, I, I didn't participate in after going one time. There were just tons of people that would be at these different events that were all volunteering. And, yeah. and they were so happy that it was like, it was like a Trader Joe's, you know, every, <laughs> Oh, every, I know. Yeah. You know, very well. Everybody oh, who's volunteer things was like a Trader Joe's employee, like, like a little bit too happy to be real. Like you're like, what the fuck, man. And they all, I obviously felt good that they were volunteering, but what they were actually contributing seems so infinitesimal, right? Like they didn't really need that many people. And so I had to seek out places where I felt I could be of more value but I've only learned through therapy that that was nothing more than narcissism. Like all these volunteer gigs that I do are all, it's me, it's one-on-one or me one on a group. Um, yeah. Mm. And it's, I realize now it's simply because I want the attention. Uh, the one uh, I, like, like you now realize the one where you uh, stripped for old Mexican men. It's actually about you. Completely. It's not about them. About that, but or you know, the one where you jump out of a cake naked for pregnant Mexican women that's about you, yeah. Well, you know, look, I think the Mexican community in Chicago is, is undervalued. Can you know, there's a lot of organizations for blacks in Chicago because of you know centuries of systemic uh, abuses, but the Mexicans mm-hmm. are, are not. You know, we see them as hardworking and bootstrap type, and but no, it's not true. And there's a lot of Mexicans that, that have needs that are not met that are suffering. And, you know, I found a need for a population that was not being served. And, you know, those men uh, were being deprived of what they like. And they enjoy uh, skinny white men that uh, avail themselves. They don't touch. Yeah. They don't hurt you. They ogle. They drink a little bit. They make comments that you won't even understand. It's a lot of Mexican slang. And I think uh, and we, we could use a few more people. So I want to put that out there right now. If anyone's visiting Chicago, contact me <laughs> and uh, I'll set you up. Uh, it's nice. It feels really good, you know, to to have uh, inebriated uh, Mexican men uh, really into you, but not touching you is a feeling of <laughs> a feeling of fawning and admiration. And I think uh, very few human beings have had the chance to appreciate. Mm. You know, I, I I see. I think we're like uh, you have. What uh, are we running out of time? We are. We, we, we more minutes. We we are we are running out. Um, but did you oh, have some wow. final words okay. you wanted to say? It's a short show. No, today. I mean, I, I I it is a short show. I wanted to ask a, a few more questions, but I, I think I won't because they might <laughs> open up a whole a whole lot more. I, I'm just curious to know how things are going uh, stateside and and kind of give a COVID update. I, I I will give I will impart with some wisdom to yes. our listeners. 
uh, just wisdom I heard from a different podcast. So, you know, it's good okay. wisdom. Uh, yeah. it, it's, uh, it, it talks about the three quarters. Uh, so the, the fact that right now we're in maybe the three quarter moment of COVID. Mm. Yes. So, so another quarter left and, and, you know, we'll start seeing some results with the, uh, with the vaccines. And, um, and this is the most dangerous time, actually. This is the time where people are still losing their jobs uh, because uh, it's still a quarter to go. This is the time where uh, people are losing hope uh, because, uh, you know, if you compare it to like marathon runners, it's basically the time where our mental capacity uh, 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 it overestimated our physical endurance. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Just wisdom there. <laughs> Nothing like uplifting words to leave. Well, so, I, I mean, you have your your kids are, are at home again, so well, I, I mean, there, you're kind I, of experiencing this. I, I hear them in the background. There's there's nothing worse than <laughs> uh, than virtual learning. What a complete crock of shit! When they, uh, you know, there, there's going to be so many studies, so many articles yeah. going to come out about oh, yeah. COVID over the next several years. All the things oh, yeah. people are going to allegedly learn, but we've known this for many months and. You know, elementary schools were never a fucking harbinger of disease, and, and there's very few cases uh, shown of people contracting it there. Even if they get it outside the school environment, the school can isolate them if they have any form of testing at all available. <laughs> um, and it's bullshit. You know, these kids are fucking, they're suffering. They're suffering in the house. And that's my selfishness because yeah. it's me, obviously, who's suffering. I'm suffering <laughs> under the weight. <laughs> of the freedom of my quiet house being taken over by yeah. two children who need, need to grow. Um, anyway, that's my, but I, I did, I did find out by the way, the Netherlands is uh, not looking so good with COVID. You guys have some very high uh, deaths per hundred thousand. You're, we do? Uh, yeah, you're, you're not exactly, um, you know, flying high in your, um, you know, avoiding, avoiding death. Oh yeah, well, don't get me started on Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> Springfield, you're talking about one of the most competent state capitals in America. Uh, this, I can't believe this state is still existing. Like it was, it was a depressing state just by driving through it. It's depressing. Then you look into its financial <laughs> status, and you're like, holy shit. You know, I live in a state that is ranked by far the uh, worst state financially in, in America. Um, hmm. but that's, uh, thanks to unions. So thanks, Obama. <laughs> thanks for doing that was, nothing. Of course, that was of course directed at Michelle Obama, right? No, no, no. The daughter, Sasha, <laughs> so, my, 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 whatever the other one is my, with the M, my tell my Meyer, Maya, whatever that one. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, one of them, one of them, one of them is now legal. Well with the unions. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. She's doing much better than Chelsea, I think, though. Uh, that'd be actually, that'd be a good, someone must, you know, they do, I got to get out of here, but you know, they do those, oh, yeah. those, those, like, those like mockumentary porns, like Edward Penis Hands, like they do these things that act like they're the, the movie. Um, uh -huh. They should do one with all the, uh, the president's daughters, because you got the Bush girls, you got, the yeah. Clinton, you got Clinton's daughter, now you got Obama's daughters, all girls, still in the virile years. Um, mm -hmm. there's gotta be a market for that over there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what kind of porn are you into? Huh? I'm into uh, presidential daughter porn. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for right. joining me today. 
thank you very kindly. You have any, you have any final words you want to uh, send off to our, uh, our, our I, people? I um, have a great December, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.